You're listening to Voices of IFIS, where we speak with people from around the IFIS Fellowship about all things student ministry. Hello and welcome to another episode of Voices of IFIS. I'm Maeva and I work for the UK IFIS office. And today I'm joined by Simon and Anne. Hi guys, how are you today? Hi. We're good, hi. I'm so glad you're here. Um, so today we're going to hear about them and what they do. So they work on a project called Hack. Um, but first, I want to hear a little bit about you two. So can you tell me who you are, um, where you're from? And yeah. Thanks. Well, hi. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you so much for your invitation to be on your podcast. I'm very excited. Uh, my name is Anne. Chow, and I'm living in Toronto. I'm from Canada. And uh, actually, it was uh, this is my second year working on Hack. And Simon and I worked on Hack together last year. And he'll tell you more about himself, but <laughs> Simon's great. So it's been wonderful working with him and really getting to understand what um, Indigitus, the organization that we're working with, uh, what they're doing around the world. And I really find that. Um, like Pack and Indigitus to be truly inspiring. Well, thank you, Anne. Uh, Maiva, thank you so much for having us. Uh, it's, a, it's a joy. My name is Simon Xiao. I live in Singapore. I'm a Singaporean. Uh, if you could see me, I would look probably like a high school guy. No, no not high school. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but, well, I, yeah, I work with, uh, with Crew. Uh, it's a senior digital strategist. Um, and as part of that, I also co-founded Indigitus, uh, which we would talk a little bit about uh, on this podcast. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I find it a joy to be able to equip and mobilize Christians from around the world to think about digital and how that helps us fulfill the mission God has uh, given to us. Yeah. Well, cool. I'm so curious about to hear about what you're doing. Um, it seems like very cool. Um, and if you're a techie person, you will want to listen and hear what they're doing. Um, so yeah, tell me about Hack and where it started. Yeah. So, I mean, Simon, you can jump in if anything I miss. But For sure, yeah. Um, I think it actually started that um, in 2015 at Urbana. Um, Urbana is a missions conference that's hosted by InterVarsity in the U.S. and Canada. And in 2015, I think we had about 16,000 people. And it's really about missions mobilizing. For target audience would be youth, so 18 to 30. Um, and then in 2012, so three years before, there was a survey. And all of the people in the tech industry said that there's no place for them in missions. No place for them in the kingdom of God. because they went to all 300 of our exhibitors, our mission agencies that were at Urbana, and they weren't ready. They said, you know, oh, we'd really love for you to help us up, update our website. <laughs> and to tell anybody who has any tech technical ability at all, it's like not what they do. It's very boring. So they just concluded that there's no place for them in missions. And so for 2015, we wanted to say absolutely yes. You do have a place in the mission of God. You can do missions and God has given you actually very specific skills and talents for his glory um, and that we see them. And so we created a hackathon, a hack for missions. 
Mm-hmm. And Simon was there. It was awesome. And we had 200 people there participating. And we recruited actually a couple of people who work for NASA and love Jesus. So Allie Llewellyn and Nick Skitlin, shout out mm-hmm. to you if you're listening to this. <laughs> so uh, they agreed to be the directors of our first hackathon. And uh, it was really fantastic working with them. Um, and then it went from there. So then Allie and Nick, and then through Simon after Urbana, it was taken on um, and adopted, you know, adopted <laughs> by Indigitus, which is uh, Cruise. I, I call you guys Cruise digital, digital Ministry. And so they said, hey, we would love to take this on. And ever since then, every October, Hack has been happening. So it's a global hackathon that just basically scaled up and went global. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still remember at that, you know, Hack for Missions, you know, the students were all, you know, coming in and, uh, you know, the, the eyes were just kind of lighting up and say, I, I get to hack for Jesus. I can actually do it, you know, and some of them are really top notch students from MIT, you know, doing computer science or a variety of adjacent type of programs. But they, they are discovering that their gifts, their talents are, are useful for, for kingdom building and actually helps accelerate God's work. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Wow. But maybe we get, you're going to talk about this later, but like, is it everywhere in the world? So, for example, if I'm in a small island, can I be part of that? Uh, absolutely. Yeah, we've, we're now in, you know, the last year, I think was we're close to 50 cities that were hosting it, you um, know, and um, that these are all, you know, organically, uh, regionally or in the cities, they're, they're run that way. And so people rise up and put up their hands and say, yeah, I, I would love to to do something here. and. It's quite a bit going on in Francophone Africa as well and mm. parts of Asia, in Europe, you know, in North America. Yeah. That's cool. Right. So um, what's a hackathon? <laughs> yeah. So this is uh, the typical question people ask, you know, um, are you trying to do something? Are you stealing money? Are you breaking into a bank? You can't <laughs> do that as Christians, you know? So No. So what is a hackathon? I mean, I would say it's a focus and often intense uh, period of time where people from all kind, with all kinds of gifts and skills bring all that they have uh, to try to find solutions to meaningful challenges or problems, right? So that's in, as a whole, I mean, in the industry, people do hackathons, you know, in their businesses to try to come up with better ideas to sell their products, you know, or come up with new products, you know. So in the missional hackathon space, this is where it's different, right? Uh, I would say it's essentially, as Anne had put it, we're hacking for missions. And I would say missional hacking is about using your God-given resources to help shape practical and impactful solutions towards missional endeavors, right? Anything that glorifies God, you know, we can work on it and make it better so that it you know, gets it, gets the news out further and faster and, and so on. Yeah. Wow. That sounds awesome. And who is, uh, Indici Gidis? I can't <laughs> say this, honestly, like I, when I first saw it on your website, I was like, how do you pronounce that? Oh, <laughs> I appreciate you for messing it up, the messing up the word. <laughs> I'm just kidding. 
<laughs> but well, we made up the word, so you know, and it's a it's a combination of the word indigenous and digital, right? And it's to express how you know in your indigenous context you have a different way to express your you know digital, but that connects us all together, right? And indigenous really is a move is a global movement, as I you know kind of indicated you know when we talked about hashtag. But we're really about unleashing the body of Christ into reaching their world, right? And whether it's through events like hashtag or training or conferences or other types of, you know, resourcing, we want to engage and release Christians everywhere, especially those with digital talents and experiences to help bring the gospel to where it's not. Okay, I see. I'm sorry I messed it up. No, I'm just pulling your leg, my bad. Well, for those that doesn't know, I'm French, so <laughs> I can't pronounce everything well. Um, and so what? what's the mission of Hackathon? Like, what, what do you do exactly? Like, can you, yeah, explain a little bit? Because even me, I'm like a bit confused. Oh, sure. Yeah. I'll say, um, I hope with like Simon's description of indigenous and digital, you can already see the clear overlap with IFES because um, IFES is definitely indigenous and global. And um, so what we really would love, which is why we're part of this podcast, is to invite you guys to come and join us. Uh, this is not just for crew. It's actually for anyone and everyone, whoever is, who loves Jesus, who is a Christian um, and is in the tech industry, in the tech space, engineers, um, uh, user experience, designers, communicators, social media, videographers, photographers, mm -hmm. writers, mm -hmm. honestly, project managers. We need people to organize everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so if this describes you, or even if you love to pray for people who are like this, be part of it. We're also asking people to, to have prayer intercessors to pray because we really want God to use this. Um, and I think that there's a lot of even spiritual battles that we face as mm -hmm. we come together and so yeah um it's really cool like uh, this october so this october in 2021 over two weekends we'll actually come together for a weekend sprint so that means like you just come together for an intense time friday night to sunday and uh, you meet people in your city or your country because we're going we went virtual last year it doesn't matter where you live. If you have a laptop, if you have access to internet somewhere, or even people use their, their uh, handheld devices in order to participate, because not everybody has a laptop. We realize that. Um, then you can participate. So Nigeria had a virtual hackathon, for example, and people were joining from South Africa and another guy from India. <laughs> it was pretty fun. And so people come together and um, they're presented with challenges. Like what Simon was saying, like a global challenge. La, um, the Philippines last year tackled unemployment because a lot of people lost their jobs during COVID. And then they also attached your spiritual health as well as your mental health. Mm. And so they combine that together to, in their hack, in their project. And then people who came together virtually joined if they wanted to. There's a, a, a few choices. And then they uh, created this really excellent platform or a website to help with unemployment. Mm -hmm. That's just an example. 
And so Christians are just invited to come and participate and really bless their cities, bless their churches, bless their country, and bless the world, like depending on the scope of the project or challenge that they're, mm-hmm. that they're, they're tackling. Yeah, mm. that explains. Yeah. I really am really excited to work with organizations uh, that actually value innovation and collaboration. And that is exactly what Hack is. It is thoroughly innovative. <laughs> this group, for example, Simon and I worked last year early as soon as like COVID was really launching. And we didn't even know would people even have the time or the energy or the health to host Hack because before it was in person. They would come together in person and hack together. And then when we connected with the people who had hosted before, they were like, oh, yeah, we're going to go virtual. We're already planning on how to host virtually. So they're so innovative. They're already thinking and overcoming obstacles that are in their way. So innovation is really important. And then collaboration. Um, The more diverse skills that are in the room, the better, the stronger that they are. If they're full of just all coders, <laughs> there's nobody who could be a project manager. So they're not going to be that organized. You know what I mean? So they def- the more collaboration, be over- crossing over skills and experiences, the better, as well as collaboration with different mission agencies. So we are always connecting with different organizations. So if you are an organization that has a challenge that you're facing that you think can be solved through technology that does not exist yet, we would love to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Thanks. It's been more clear. Understand a little bit more. <laughs> um, yeah. And if, if you like what you hear, honestly, go for it. I, I even think that me, I could try it one year. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so what does Hack say about the global church and what God is doing here? Well, I think it, it, it really points to, you know, for me, I think that everybody has a part to play, right? You know, where we're the body of Christ. Uh, sometimes we fail to realize that God had written these stories into our life for a purpose. So one of the things I, I love saying to the folks at, at Hack is that God wrote digital or technology into your story because not just because he loves you, but because he wants to, you know, has a purpose. And, and actually for them to discover that is that it's just amazing, right? When their eyes light up to say, you know, I have a part to play and I'm contributing. So I think Heck, you know, kind of brings that up, you know, that every part matters and we have a huge, you know, <laughs> opportunity to, to co-labor together. Uh, and of course we know there's so many, uh, missional challenges or problems uh, and the gap for us to, to bridge. So we definitely need to, to come and, and innovate and collaborate, you know, for, for the kingdom. Yeah, that's very interesting to hear because um, I was thinking, for example, me, I'm more a practical person and I feel like sometime in a church because I don't have like loads of like theological knowledge and things like that. Um, I can't do like much of the things that are like in the front actually people that are practical they're so useful and with covid time they've been like very important people the practical person because they're the one doing the lives and things like that and it's very valued with the church so that's very cool i think that what what god really has not made any mistakes god does not make mistakes he's given us 
such unique skills and abilities. And some are to be up there preaching and, uh, you know, worshiping and leading. And then some are actually just behind the scenes, but creating um, and innovating from behind, like very quietly, but very powerfully. And so it's like the body of Christ in 1 Corinthians 12, where, you know, the parts of the body that are quiet are, you know, should be lifted up as well. Yeah, exactly. I agree with you. So tell me how many people were involved last year. I'm very curious to hear that. Oh, yeah. So let's see. Simon said we were in about 50 different hubs. So uh, it could be a city or a country because we were virtual. But there are about 50 around the world. And about over a thousand participants were, were hacking over two weekends in October last year. Mm. And they came from 141 cities because we were virtual. Um, so if like in Canada, if Toronto was hosting, somebody from Vancouver could also join. Um, it didn't matter um, because it was virtual. And that was like so fun. It was fun to see everybody joining and where they were joining from. So the largest countries last year were Ethiopia and Indonesia, <laughs> which I love. There was about 145 people participating in Ethiopia. They came from 16 cities. And that is fantastic. And then they actually won the People's Choice Awards for their for their project. And they sent us a little video of them dancing because there was a small group. <laughs> in the room. And it just warmed my heart. Simon and I, we had a, well, we planned a global judging process so that we could like really highlight uh, what people had worked on all weekend. And, uh, and we had some experts in the field as judges. And so they received some excellent feedback on their work. And then we had a, a People's Choice Award voting during the call. And so it was really fun to say Ethiopia. And they were like, yay. So we hope to have fun too. It's a lot of serious work, but it's super fun as well. Also, I want to say for this year, one of our uh, people from uh, Cameroon has moved to Turkey. And so he's going to be planning and hosting in Turkey. Uh, so that's new for us. And then I reached out to some amazing friends of mine who live in Pakistan, and they sent it off to their friend, who's an incredible uh, tech person who lives in uh, Pakistan in their country. And he's also registered and excited to host in Pakistan. So I just think it's such a beautiful picture of what God is doing around the world. Oh, that's amazing. That's very cool. I wonder how like all those people heard about it. Like... Yeah, like the people from Ethiopia and Ethiopia. Well, through like podcasts that. like these, thanks <laughs> to you. <laughs> so we hope as if you're as a listener, if you know friends who really appreciate, you know, trying new things and innovating or into technology or all kinds of digital stuff, please share with them. Tell them to go check it out. Hack H A C K dot indigitas dot O R G. Yeah. And I think they'll put the the link in um their show notes as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we will put all the links. It's, it's so cool. Um, and so, yeah, I was wondering something. Um, could you share with me a story where you saw the fruits from a hackathon? Yeah, I, 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 I always think of this uh, one specific one that happens in Singapore. But I should add that I think a lot of the times the unseen fruit is that the lives of the participants, like they get ignited right uh, and a heart and a passion for mission and for that's what's born god's heart so i think that's something that worth mentioning 
But I, I, I love to tell the story of this hack project that literally saved a girl's life uh, from sex trafficking. And this happened a few years ago uh, when Youth with a Mission, YOM, uh, here in Singapore, they brought a missional challenge to the hashtag in Singapore. Uh, they had a mercy ministry which involved trying to rescue girls from streetwalking at, at the red light district. Uh, and their problem statement is simply this. They, they, they used to, you know, their, their volunteers and their staff would walk the streets trying to make connections with the PIMs and interact with the girls and build relationship and trust. Now, however, as they went to the streets, they don't find them. Where are they? You know, are, are they no longer doing the work? Guess what? They've gone online, right? They are on forums. They are on different, different types of uh, platforms where they are trying to get their customers. And so some of our ministry staff are like asking, so where do we find them? I have a few code words that I think I, you know, kind of indicates where they are. But I, I, I'm, if I can't connect with them, how am I going to reach them? So they presented this simple, what sounds like a simple but complex problem to the technologists at Hashtag. And they said, okay, we'll work on it. In fact, they jumped on it and they went overnight. They were sketching on the board. They were thinking of basically building a web crawler and finding the keywords and then associating them together and using artificial intelligence to do stuff that I can't even describe to you because I'm not a techie or coder myself. But it, at the end of the, the, the weekend, they were able to churn out, say, hey, here's where you can find them. And here's what they are talking about. And here's the, the intelligence or the data, the data points. And, and so now she can continue in the ministry, you know. And this went on for a couple more years and she would bring back that project with different things that needs to be worked on, including a companion website that tells the stories of the girls that have been rescued. Yeah, so this is something that I, I, I'm just like, wow, when, when the people who are doing this, they walked away realizing, say, my code is actually touching a girl's life, you know, and rescuing, you know, very, very potentially rescuing them from, from sex trafficking, yeah. Wow, that's very powerful. That's amazing. And I thanks for what you said at the beginning about like people and <laughs> it was, it's very useful to know. I think uh, we need to be reminded that. Um, did you have something to add, Anne? I just think, yeah, I mean, very practical, um, but very helpful uh, ways to actually bring the church together. And um, there's also lots of uh, projects where they tackle uh, Bible engagement and uh, discipleship making and really just trying to bring people together um, or find people, you know, like Simon's example. Uh, we did that as well in Toronto. They actually had gamers create a game uh, with in collaboration with a ministry that exists in Toronto where they work with, with women who are trafficked. Um, and they created a game called What Princess Are You? And uh, they're like, oh, are you the princess that uh, where your boyfriend hits you all the time? Or and they started describing, are you uh, does your, your boyfriend sell you? Does your boyfriend have multiple girlfriends? And each step of the way, they're like at the very end, they're like, if you are this princess, we are here for you. Please contact us. Here's our information. And then they had already put created um, posters to put in bathroom styles of clubs and bars because. Uh, 
in women's washrooms, right? So, um, so they could find them. And if their pimp was actually questioning, they're like, oh, no, I'm just playing a game of what princess I am. I'm trying to find out what princess I am. Uh, it's really very, very great, very, very inspiring projects to really help in very specific ways. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. We wouldn't think about like, yeah, this when you think about a hackathon. And then, yeah, it's quite, it's quite cool. So even if she already said it, can you tell us concretely who can get involved? Yes. So we would love for anyone and everyone who's listening, IFES, doesn't matter how old you are. Um, we've had people who are uh, in high school, actually, um, all the way up to, I've seen people, grown adults in their 50s and 60s get involved because it is such a unique experience. They're like, I've never been able to, you know, let's say hack for Jesus. They're usually hacking for Apple or, or coding for Apple or giving the glory and, uh, for the kingdom of Apple, you know, or, you know what I mean? The kingdom of Microsoft instead of the kingdom of God. Um, and also we do use it as an evangelistic tool. You don't have to be a Christian, but it's an amazing way to invite your friends who you work with, your colleagues, your, your friends that you study with. And then they can see, oh, this is a bunch of people who love God and want to use their skills for good instead of for evil. And I think that's really inspiring, too. And so we're looking for people who, if you're living in cities, or you probably do, or you live in a country, um, we might be hacking really close by you or virtually closer to you. And so you could also join the planning team if you want to plan with us. Or if you're not at that point, maybe you could participate this year and see what, what it's about, check it out. And then next year, start planning and being part of the planning team. So there's two levels there. Also, if you're a mission agency and you didn't even know we existed uh, and you have like something that you're like, oh, we've been really stuck. Um, and we'd really love to get unstuck. We would love to talk to you. And do we have to speak English? No, um, we're actually built, creating a new website. It's currently in English and it'll be translated into French, Spanish, Portuguese, and Chinese. And so according to the city or the country that you live, you'll speak your, your language, uh, your local dialect. And then when we have our global calls to say hi to everybody, it would be great if you could speak English. There's usually somebody who could be a spokesperson for your, for your group. Great. Thanks. Because, yeah, I know that some people can understand English, but sometimes they're a bit too shy to speak it or, yeah, so that's good to know. Um, and, yeah, and also on the website with Google, it can translate very easily the page. So that's quite useful. I do that all the time. <laughs> um, so, yeah, can you give me all the information that we need to sign up and where we need to go? Um, yeah. We have a new website, like I said, and it is hack.indigitus, I-N-D-I-G-I-T-O-U-S dot org. And for now, forward slash E-N for English. And then we will have translations in the, in the near future. Um, and there's three ways to participate. So you can go to the lead page to sign to, up to be a city lead or to host. And there's also a participate 
uh, page so that you can register to participate and we will connect you to the city, to the planners in your city or your country. Cool. Thanks. Do you have some prayer requests, though, something that we can pray for, um, for all the people that maybe they are not really techie, but they want to like pray for you guys? Yeah, I, uh, for sure. We, we, you know, this is the spiritual work and we want to make sure we, we, you know, we come humbly before God to say, you know, what are your ideas? Uh, you know, you have, you've given us the skills, the talents and experiences, but we, we want to ask God to inspire us to, to come and come at this, these challenges in, in, with fresh eyes. Um, so that's kind of a broad strokes. I think at this stage is quite critical that the community leaders or those who are in the cities uh, make a decision to say, yes, I'm willing to trust God and I'm willing to surround myself with a few team members. And then, you know, what, who are the people that would join this uh, local event? Um, so that's quite a bit of organizing there. You can pray. Um, we, we realize as we go into this, everybody faces some kind of you know, personal challenge or, or spiritual battles. Um, so we just, you know, want to keep trusting God to cover us and yeah. And pray for the, the right global challenges uh, and organizations that will present uh, that missional problem or problem statements. And uh, that, you know, we, we surface those right ones and the timing is, is, is good for us to, to highlight it. So there, there are quite a number of moving pieces. Uh, Anne would tell you that, <laughs> but I think that's good enough for now. And just pray that uh, God will use this to glorify himself. Thanks. Well, that was great, guys. Um, I'm very happy to have done that with you. And you're very, very lovely. And I hope I'll meet you one day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we will. Yeah. Bye. Well, um yeah if you if you're really interested or if you know someone that is interested please share it and if this year they are busy this weekend like they will it will happen other years so don't hesitate to just sign up for the next year as well um and if you want to have more information i think you'll find all the information on the website thank you for um taking time to chatting with me and yeah i know that like they had to because we are like very hour like loads of hours apart um thank you for the sacrifice <laughs> it's no like problem. 12 hours apart and i'm in the middle which is quite like <laughs> um, well thank you so much guys thank you bye bye Thanks for listening to Voices of IFIS. Follow us on your favorite podcast platform to hear more interviews like this one today. If you want to hear stories of how students are transforming their campuses around the world, subscribe to Prayerline, our weekly newsletter with inspiring stories to help you pray for student movement. You can go to ifisworld.org to subscribe or follow us on Instagram and Facebook to listen to stories in audio form.